Hey there, this is Alana Terry. Welcome. Hope things are going well for you today. I want to talk about triaging and it reminds me of a story from years ago. I was writing a book about a plane hijacking and they had this really dramatic emergency landing with several people injured and I needed help figuring out how the emergency responders would figure that out. And so I emailed a friend of mine who works as, I if it's an EMT or like he's, he does a ton with ambulances and things like that. And he's been doing it for years. So I gave him this scenario, said, okay, you've got this plane crashed. Here's, you know, the uh, passengers have had some smoke inhalation, maybe minor burns, and they just crash landed. And so there are people who need medical attention. What are the protocols for what's going to happen and how can I realistically portray this scene as all of the emergency crews are rushing in trying to assess the situation. And so he talked about triage and he talked about how basically everybody would be sorted into three different camps. The people who were already too far gone and unfortunately no matter how much medical attention they got probably were not going to survive. The people who were in critical condition, and if they got attention right away, they would likely survive. And then the people who could take themselves to the hospital or get themselves checked out, and they were the lowest priority. And one of the things he said was, what you really, really hope for is that there's a dentist on the plane, because he said a dentist has the medical knowledge to be able to say, okay, this person is critical, this person's so far gone, it's sadly not worth you know trying to save their life but the dentist doesn't have the physical um like hands-on experience that this dentist is less likely to try to fix everybody right because if you picture yourself in that scenario that would be a terrible scenario that i hope none of us find ourselves in right where you have to choose who you're going to let die because they're so badly injured in order to save the most people but this is what I think of when I think of triaging. And it has turned into a metaphor that has helped me in a lot of areas. And so I wanna talk through how you as an author can triage certain things, triaging your to-do list, triaging your writing list, right? What projects you work on, triaging what courses you're going to take because a lot of people have way more courses in your you know, somewhere in the cloud that you have access to somewhere, but, you know, we're not all going to take 40 hours this week and just do courses back to back. So how do we triage all of these things? So let's talk about triaging our to-do list. And first of all, I love my friend's analogy because when you think about triage, yes, on the one hand, it's, it's in this situation, this terrible medical emergency, that's a terrible situation, but the idea behind it is let's do what we can to be the most effective at this exact moment, even if that means that we need to not fix the guy with a broken leg because he can get help later on and to not fix the woman with the, um, you know, like something, some major artery split open who's not going to make it, right? Let's focus on what's going to have the biggest impact right now. And that's what we want to talk about with triage. So. Let's talk about triaging your to-do list. When I feel really, really, really overwhelmed, my favorite thing to do to kind of escape this feeling of overwhelm is 
I start with a massive brain dump and I write down every single thing that's even remotely in my head. Because for me, the worst part about having an overwhelming to-do list isn't that I have to do it all. It's that I feel like it's taking up space in my head knowing that I have to get it all done. So getting it out on the page is a really big part of just being able to see it right there. And then what I do is I basically assign it a priority very similar to my friend's triage. These are the things that I must do right away. These are the things that I can wait. I don't need to do them today. I don't need to do them this week. I don't need to worry about them at this moment. I can either do it later or I can delegate, right? So we have the most urgent and then we have the things that we can totally take out of our minds for right now at least. And then we have the things that are in the middle that are kind of, okay, these aren't the things that must happen first and immediately, but they are going to be next up in line to what to do. My favorite part about doing this brain dump is being able to cross out all of the things that I'm going to do later. Or if you do, uh, study like bullet journaling, sometimes the way you designate that is you draw a line through that item on your to-do list and you turn that line into an arrow, which represents like I'm moving this to another, you know, to another page. I even have a note card often where I just keep track of things that are like, these are the things that eventually I want to get done. If I'm having a really boring day and don't have a lot of energy and need something to do, or I'm sitting at the doctor's office for an hour, but I've got Wi-Fi so I can just do something randomly. It's not pressing, but it's stuff that eventually I want to get to. Okay, that's a way to triage your to-do list is write it all down and then just figure out, okay, what needs to happen now? What is kind of the next level priority? And then what can I either delegate or push off until later? I don't need to give it a due date. I don't need to spend mental energy holding it on my to-do list. It'll eventually happen, but it's not a pressing thing. Next, let's talk about triaging courses because like I mentioned, a lot of people buy a lot of courses and it can be really, really hard to know, okay, what should I start with? So first of all, as soon as I say it, it's going to sound intuitive if you already know this, but if you've never thought about this, it's going to sound weird to you. You don't need to take a course just because you bought it, right? Sometimes, let's say you spent $300 on a course, it sometimes is okay to not watch the videos in that course. If the information in that course is outdated or it's not serving you or you just don't resonate with the style of teaching, it is okay to not take a course. So just because you took a course, it doesn't mean you've got to finish it. This is another way where you can do that brain dump. Write down every single course that you have access to. Cross out the ones that you do not need, right? Ask yourself, if I took this course today, 12 months from now, will my life be notably different? <laughs> and if the answer is no, it's probably okay to cross that one off your list and not worry about it again. So sometimes triaging is just getting rid of the things that we don't need to hold on to. Just because you bought a course doesn't mean you need to take it. Now, let's say you've gotten rid of a third of the courses that you have. Now, how do you know what's to focus on? Some of it has to do with, um, it's less about the information and it's more about the teacher. Who do you feel inspired by? Who do you resonate with? Sometimes, it's easier to follow a teacher, right? I am going to take Alana's courses on book marketing as opposed to I need a course on Facebook ads. Whose course should I take, right? So sometimes you can pick a teacher and sometimes you can go topically. And so you'll know maybe you wanna learn Amazon ads before you learn Facebook ads. So then you look at your list. Okay, 
what courses do you have that are going to teach you Amazon ads? You might have more than one. Okay, what are you going to start with, right? And sometimes that has to do with, again, who do you resonate with as the instructor who breaks it down, right? I am not the instructor for everybody. I am the instructor for people who like and resonate with my style. And so watch the first video or two, see who you resonate with. And then let's say you've got four Amazon ads courses somewhere that you've purchased at some point. Watch the first 10 minutes of all four, pick the one that seems to resonate with you most, and then cross those other ones off, right? Again, just because you bought it doesn't mean you've got to finish it. This is similar to when we are triaging our books, right? Just because you started a series does not mean you need to write all the books in that series. Sometimes it's the best decision to do that. Sometimes the best decision is to walk away. So again, you can do this exact same triage with your writing list. Dump out all of the story ideas that you've got, all of the series ideas, all of the standalones, all of the new shiny objects that you thought might be pretty fun. And then again, ask yourself that question. Is this something that if I never did, if I died having never written this book, am I going to feel disappointed? Um, another way you can look at it at is as, let's say you have all the time in the world and you know that every single one of these books will eventually get written and you just get to pick which sounds the most fun to start with, right? That's another way to look at it. But sometimes it takes so much mental energy holding long lists in our head that sometimes that's the benefit of just dumping it all down and then deciding, okay, what is the most urgent? What am I going to feel the most disappointed if I don't finish? Where is my creative energy most drawn at this exact minute? In time what can I hold off on and then just remind yourself if you have a really hard time crossing ideas off of your writing list just remind yourself you've got plenty of time right you can keep on writing books so just go into that list assuming that every single one of those ideas is eventually going to turn into a book and you just get to decide what you're going to start with first another thing that it's important to triage is where you're spending your marketing attention Decide that that's enough and you don't need to grow your audience in other places or decide okay now I've got the mental bandwidth that I can now learn to grow on another platform same thing with ads learn one ad platform really really well and then you have the option to decide to add something on after that once you've gotten what is working well working well this is also important when it comes to optimizing things, right? We need to triage what are we gonna optimize first, especially if we have a really long backlist, right? So let's say you want to go through and redo all your blurbs, but you've got 30 books and that feels very daunting and overwhelming. So again, you gotta triage. Start with your most popular books and your most popular series because those are the ones that are going to make the most difference. I've got some books that I loved writing. They fall more in the women's fiction category loved everything about them, but they didn't sell well. The ads I made didn't convert well. And so I things always start with the books that are selling the best already. Focus on optimizing this series this week. And then a couple weeks later, now you can optimize that series. You don't need to do it all at once. And then lastly, I want to talk about triaging your energy because this can really be an important thing if you have any type of chronic illness, if you struggle with fatigue, if you just have a really, really busy schedule, if you have energy levels that fluctuate based on mood or hormone or season of the year or things like that. So when I say triaging your energy, what I mean is what do you have the energy to work on right now? 
So for me, my triage is, okay, on a great day, I've got energy for a first draft and all the other stuff. On an okay day, I have energy to edit and to do all the ads and marketing. On a pretty bad day, I've got the energy to maybe like pay my invoices and check my emails, right? And so then when I wake up, I could say, okay, how's my energy level today? And then I can kind of fit my to-do list based on where my energy's at. If you've got really strong energy and day-to-day that doesn't change, then you don't need to worry about this as much. But if you're like me and your energy levels fluctuate a lot, you can kind of have almost like tailored to-do lists. So I'm really, really tired and draggy. This is what I expect of myself. On days that I'm feeling great, this is what I expect of myself. So it's all about triage and it's all about learning to let go of things so that you don't have to hold space for them in your mind anymore in order to focus on doing the things that are already working and doing those well. So I hope that was helpful. For